Support for Kansas City Today comes from Grandma's Office Catering, delivering made-from-scratch hot meals and individual boxed lunches for fast distribution to offices, warehouses, and factories, even on nights and weekends. Details are at grandmascatering.com. This is Kansas City Today. I'm Nomi Nujia-Dean. Today is Wednesday, January 17th. Coming up, we'll hear how the frigid weather has been affecting Kansas City's homeless community. But first, some headlines. Meteorologists say the Arctic air mass that's been gripping the area is starting to let up. Highs for today are expected to rise to near freezing temperatures. But National Weather Service meteorologist Chelsea Pika says residents should plan for a second, smaller Arctic air mass to bring more frigid temperatures Thursday evening through Saturday morning. Not as prolonged as what we just had, but still could see wind chills in the teens and 20s below zero to start off Friday and Saturday mornings. And then once we get into next week, then we see a pattern shift with temperatures returning to more seasonal values. Next week is expected to bring milder nighttime lows around freezing and daytime highs in the 40s. A new public safety program that gives police direct access to private security cameras is raising privacy concerns. KCUR's Lawrence Brooks IV reports. The Connect KCK program lets residents and businesses in Kansas City, Kansas, register security cameras and doorbells so KCK police can request footage. It includes the option to give police direct access to the video feed in case of nearby emergencies. But Micah Kubik, who leads the American Civil Liberties Unions of Kansas, has major privacy concerns. There are lots of examples of surveillance technology being used in ways that really undermine the rights of individual people. The ACLU of Northern California sued San Francisco in 2020 after police there used a network of private cameras without permission to surveil protesters. Thousands of Kansas and Missouri students have left public school in the last four years following a national trend. Missouri public schools enrolled nearly 18,000 fewer students from 2019 to 2022, according to an Associated Press analysis. Colin Hitt is executive director of the Prime Center, which studies education in Missouri. He says families have been sticking with homeschooling during the pandemic. Tons of families are now working from home all or most of the time. That has made homeschooling both more familiar and more doable. Missouri parents don't have to tell the state when they homeschool their children. But based on limited data, 34 percent more students have started homeschooling since 2019. The number of guns discovered at Missouri airports last year was double the national rate. KCUR's Sam Zeff has more. TSA says while the rate of guns detected at airports in Missouri was much higher than the national average, the total number of guns was slightly down. At KCI, 89 guns were discovered at checkpoints last year. In 2022, at the old terminal buildings, that number was 92. Across the country last year, gun discoveries were up 3 percent from 2022, with more than 6,700 guns detected. When agents find a gun, TSA turns over the traveler to local police who may or may not charge them. Passengers can be fined civilly by the TSA up to $15,000. We'll be back after this. It's Friday night. What places are you heading to for post-work happy hour? Tell us, this podcast is making a best of the best list and needs recommendation for happy hour menus at restaurants in KC. 
text us at 816-601-4777. That's 816-601-4777. Standard texting rates apply. This January's sub-zero weather has stressed Kansas City's homeless shelters even more than usual. Organizations that help the unhoused say shelters are at capacity. They're seeing more people come in with COVID-19 and other diseases. But despite the bitter cold, some people still prefer to live outside. KCUR's Frank Morris spoke to some of them. He sat down with me to tell me how this winter has been. So why would people choose to stay outside in this weather? Yeah, well, there are a couple of different reasons. One thing is that a lot of homeless people have pets. And so pets are not allowed in the shelters. So then you're going to have this terrible choice. You go inside and get yourself warm. You have to abandon your pet or leave it someplace. So pet owners among homeless, you know, like with little dogs or whatever, don't go to shelters. The other thing is that a lot of people just don't like them. I spoke with a guy who was clearly really mentally ill for him, it was just dehumanizing. You know, it was like a being herded in a bunch of cattle. He didn't trust it. Other people, though, just don't like the atmosphere. And that's partly because you have all these folks clumped together. A lot of them have problems. You got the drug addicts. You got those that are commit crimes. You got those that are mentally ill. And then you got the people just just displaced, you know. So that that's Marvin Gaddy, and he says that shelters just make him uncomfortable. But they put everybody into a shelter together, and you got people just walking around all night because they're on drugs. You got mentally ill people just talking to themselves all night, you know. And it's hard to rest. You know, it's not just annoying; it's dangerous. Another guy I talked with, Patrick Thompson told me that jail is better than a shelter because in jail, there's discipline. And at least in his experience, people people are less likely to just like walk up and punch you in the face. Mm-hmm. So is Gaddy sleeping outside? Yeah, he was. He was. and But he woke up on Saturday morning and he couldn't use his hands. He wasn't able to tie his shoes. So that for him was the catalyst for him going to find shelter. And he wound up in Kansas City, Kansas, at the KCK Cold Weather Shelter on State, which is led by uh, Crosslines Community Outreach. And he really likes it there. I felt safe there. I, I felt like they cared. They actually fed us, and uh, they had people watching, you know, through the night. And uh, I decided that uh, I'd like to go back there again tonight. So, In order to get in, though, he's got to get there early. So he's planning to get there like an hour before the doors open so that he can make sure he's got a place before they fill up. When I spoke to him, he was just walking between Crown Center and Union Station because he couldn't stay in either place. Uh, I, I spoke with him on Monday, Martin Luther King Day, when the, sh- when the library was closed. That's where he'd normally be. So it's just you, homeless people just have to kind of put, the, put their days together on, on days like when it's super cold and it, it, it's taxing. So how do holidays like Martin Luther King Day affect these services that these people use? Well, they can affect them negatively. I mean, some places are closed. Martin Luther King, again, uh, the libraries were closed. So 
a lot of a lot of homeless people use those libraries and not just as a place to warm up and as a place to you know connect with people and you know use the internet and use the computers. Um, so they can be hard on homeless people. Some some places too will close because it's super cold. So that's tough. And then there are like restaurants that will like cover over their uh, outlets so that primarily so that homeless people won't just go in there and like plug in their phones to charge up and then go to sleep. So it's again, it's it's tough on, on homeless folks. Uh, this kind of weather is just really tough. So you spoke to some of the organizations that help these people, right? What did they say about how the cold weather has been affecting things? Well, for instance, I, I spoke with uh, K.K. Osman, who's founder of Care Beyond the Boulevard. And that's a, that's a medical help organization, a mobile medical help organization. She told me that they're seeing a ton of trench foot, which is you know, a disease or a, a degeneration of the foot that happens when you have your feet wet for an extended period of time, cold and wet. And these people got it in World War I. That can lead to amputating. It's, it's a terrible, painful thing to have. But that's just from a, like a week or two ago when it was wet and rainy. Since then, they're starting to see frostbite. Um, they've got people who are coming in without coats. So can you imagine being outside mm-hmm. for any amount of time without a coat now yeah. or gloves? Some folks without shoes or maybe they're just wearing slippers. So, it, I mean, it's, it's pretty rough. Last week, we had a lot of people coming in just drenched with no dry clothes. And then, of course, the cold set in, and so then they get frozen dry, frozen clothes. So my team has told me that seeing a lot of people in pretty bad shape, um, extremely cold, and, and no reprieve, right? Yeah, and that reprieve is not coming anytime soon. Um, you know, it's going to be a bit warmer next week after a brutally cold weekend. But then next week, you get back to rain. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you, Frank. Uh, thank you, Nomeen. That was KCUR's Frank Morris. This is Kansas City Today. I'm Nomi Nujia Dean. To read Frank's story about how the cold is affecting the unhoused, visit KCUR.org, where you can find more local news from Kansas City's NPR station. If you like our show, don't forget to rate and review us on your favorite podcast app. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you tomorrow. You listen to this podcast every day because it's your KC local reliable news source. You take us seriously. But you know, we like to get down and we want you to party with us. Join us at our annual benefit, Radioactive, on June 14th. NPR's All Things Considered host, Ari Shapiro, is the featured guest at this party, and it's gonna be bumping. You gotta be there. Sponsorship packages and ticket information are available at kcur.org slash radioactive. Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR.